What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, and I'm Patty. And welcome to our show. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can easily get in touch with us by emailing us at rockinthervlife at gmail.com. If you have any questions, suggestions, if you just want to stay in touch, if you want to send us a picture of your rig, we love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. And we have a few surprises coming your way pretty soon. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on Instagram at Rocking the RV Life. You know, being on the road and traveling is quite an experience. You hear our story each and every week, mm-hmm. and believe me, there is more to come. But what about others? We recently met a couple that have an amazing story. I should say stories. Oh, yes. Barbara and Jim, they were so nice. They were actually parked right next to us in the campground. And we just kind of got to know him, you know. You'd see him around, and we'd start talking, and oh you man, know, you just hit it off. We hit it off. They Let me were tell great. You. Yeah. So we invited him on our podcast. Yes. And then Barbara made the mistake and invited you <laughs> in that Tiffin forty foot motorhome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I should have never gone in there. Patty comes out and goes, "Oh, that's got heated floors. Why don't we have those? <laughs> heated floors, double sinks in the bathroom, a washer and dryer. The kitchen was beautiful. It's like, oh man." So anyway, we decided to do a podcast with them. Yeah, wait till you hear their stories. It's really incredible. We had a lot of fun just setting up and getting ready for the podcast. And Jeff always has to tell me this, like I don't know. Uh, Now remember, you have to talk into the microphone. You can't talk over there. I know that. I know that. (laughs) All right. So do I need to turn and go like that if I Yeah, that'd be great. Are they close enough? Look, you want to test? Test them? Yeah, go ahead. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see what you sound like. Just uh, Good morning. Yeah. I've been told I sound like Kevin Costner on a microphone. Oh, that's he good. has. Yes, he has. Oh, cool. I get told uh, like 10 or 12 people. Oh, interesting. We have Kevin Costner here <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. We met <laughs> oh, where's the hair? <laughs> As we've said before, when you RV, when you travel across the country, you meet some incredible people. Mm-hmm. And we have met Jim and Barbara. Want to welcome you to the show today. Yes, hello. Thank Good you. Good morning. Thank you. You guys are from San Diego, right? Yes. Yes. yes but you're are. officially from Michigan. Yes, I'm a Michigander. What part of Michigan? Lower Michigan, okay. West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. And okay. You're, you're from San Diego. And you're retired and you've been RVing. How long have you RVed and, and what got you started in this? Wow. (laughs) Um, Well, I had, before we met, I actually had a motorhome or a trailer. My parents had RVs. They were big RVers, and they went across the country quite a bit. And my son and I and my daughter, we all raced motorcycles. So we started with sleeping in the back of a truck to a tent trailer to a 21-foot toy hauler. And we had that, that we were going to the desert and racing motorcycles a lot. And that's when Barbara came into the picture. Ah. We need something bigger. (laughs) (laughs) So we went from the toy hauler to a 37-foot fifth wheel toy hauler. Then we bought a 28-foot Shasta motorhome. To see if we would like motorhome. Because we didn't know what we wanted to do. And then we had the Shasta and the fifth wheel at the same time. At the same time. So then we sold 
both of those and bought a 36 foot safari gas coach mm-hmm. and then when i retired in 2009 we were on a trip and we ended up buying a, a new discovery a 40 foot diesel and we loved that and then last year we bought this tiffin I'll tell you, your Tiffin is gorgeous. It is. It's beautiful. And you bought it used, but you bought the Discovery new, right? We bought the Discovery yeah, new. you bought this one used. Oh, my gosh. Now, is it beautiful. We always ask everybody, what's better, yeah. buying new or buying used? And you seem to be a professional buyer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a new guy. <laughs> wow. Affordability. Um, affordability used. was a big part with the Tiffin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know, the reality is... It would have broke the bank to buy this one now. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. the Discovery was a little less money. Mm-hmm. And we got 12 years out of it, though. We yeah. used a heck out of it. Wow. Right. Man, I don't know. You know, I always thought that buying used, somebody else got the bugs worked out. But I got to tell you. This one had a few bugs. It had a few bugs wow. that we still had to work through. I remember you said that uh, when you went to pick it up, it wouldn't start. They said, hey, we can't get it started. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> jump in on this. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, my blood pressure will go up. No. Oh. Yeah. yeah, because I, I told you that we didn't want to cash out the stocks and have a tax consequence right. because it was towards the end of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they assured us, oh, we can get this inspected and ready for you in two weeks because this was mid-December. And right up until the final day ago. of delivery, mm-hmm. it still hadn't started, unbeknownst to us. Right. They were working on it. And we went ahead and wired them the money, which now it's in 2020. We didn't get delivery until February of 2021. Wow. wow. So you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it was a problem with the DEF system. Mm-hmm. And I will say it was an issue with Tiffin and something I learned that I did not know before was everybody's got the proprietary chassis, the Spartan, the Power Glide, whatever. And you have experts that work on the Spartan and you have experts that work on the Power Glide, which is the Tiffin, but they don't always cross. They don't always sink in place. Tiffin had actually done a recall. They were fully supporting everything that was going wrong with the DEF system, but it was in a shop that worked on Spartans. They didn't have that information. And they didn't do the research, which you had done. He diagnosed it and told them this is what's going on, but they continued on with their mechanics doing their whatever. And so they finally figured it out. Well, you can finish the story from there. <laughs> it gets well, complicated. Yeah, edit this one out. After about six weeks, they called and said it was ready. We went to get it. I made the head mechanic, the guy who ran their shop, ride with me, and we put about 80 miles on it. And the check engine light came on again. Uh And so I took it back and I'm like, I don't want it. And this was my second trip up to Palm Springs to pick it up and it wasn't ready. Then they got the check engine light off. So I said, okay, we'll take it. Driving it home, check engine light came on again. Oh, gosh. At that point, it proved me getting it into a Cummins dealer um, in San Diego. El Cajon Cummins. Mm -hmm. And, And I took it in there and they said, well, we can fix it, but it'll be probably six weeks, which worked out because I told you I was having my hip replaced the following day right uh-huh. so they worked on it they got it fixed we got it back in april and we were leaving april 7th to go to the easter jeep safari in moab we got it back april 6th we got it back april 6th <laughs> so scrambling loading washing cleaning getting everything ready to go made it from san diego to as far as gila bend check engine light came on oh gosh <laughs> unbelievable um took it into freightliner in glendale 
they diagnosed it. They told me it would run, but I'd be down on power. So we went up to Verde Valley for the night, got up the next morning with some friends, headed up to Flagstaff. It was way down on power. I was very depressed. Pulled over into a, a mall parking lot in Flagstaff, shut it off, went to start it, dead limp mode, nothing. Wow. It wouldn't move. Well, so it would crawl. It would crawl. So we called to have it towed, <clears throat> called Tiffin. They gave us the name of a truck center. I got to say, Tiffin's customer service is unbelievable. Right. Completely happy with it. Mm-hmm. But they told us a place they recommend to take it to in Flagstaff. We had it towed there. Of course, it was Friday afternoon. Oh, when the tow truck driver lifted it, gets out from underneath the motorhome, and he looks and he goes, you may want to see this. I look underneath, and the data cable, the one that talks from the all the sensors and the DEF system to the front of the coach, was cut completely sheared in half. There's seven wires plus a data link in there. Oh, my God. Gosh. Yeah, unfortunately, when they had worked on it and got it running correctly, they forgot to zip tie the wire in place. Oh. Wow. That one little mistake. One little wire. Oh, my God. So here we so, are again. No so, more. Yeah. <laughs> Full of groceries. We end up in Rush Truck Center. We spend the weekend in the Rush Truck Center lot, and a guy pulled in with a tractor trailer that had a refrigerator rig on the back and sat with the refrigerator running. All weekend. All weekend. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, but we found out what it was like to boondock in our new motorhome <laughs> in a parking lot. We can make it several days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So then on Monday, they said, we're going to have to get old Tiff and we got some things to do. So we were just going to go home. And our friend said, you know, you're halfway here. So we called around and we were able to find a room in, in Moab. Because it was Easter Jeep Safari, so everything's booked. Yeah. Yeah. The prices yeah. are high. and But uh-huh. we had a, a group of friends that we were meeting there, and they kept encouraging, hey, you're almost there. Keep going. So we didn't throw the towel in. We said, mm-hmm. okay. And the problem was the dog. Uh-huh. Trying to find a hotel that, that takes dogs. Right. But we managed. We, we found one. and We did, and we went to Moab. Had a great time in Moab. Except for the second to last day, I broke the ring and pinion on my Jeep. Oh, so no. now I think I'm stuck in Moab. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And we got it into a shop oh. there, Dixie Four Wheel Drive, and they saved our bacon. The mechanics stayed there till midnight, Friday night, to get our Jeep running again. Wow. wow. I'll tell they you. were awesome. They Those, were awesome. Yeah. Th- that is a fantastic mm, business. Yeah. And, one, and one thing's great you're mechanically inclined, you know everything about these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't say everything, but I, yeah, yeah, I work yeah. on them. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. So you didn't throw in the towel? You we kept didn't throw in the towel. We had a fabulous time. I mean, that was a heck of a start to a vacation. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and then when we went back, we had to take it easy driving back, breaking in the new gears on the Jeep. We're driving back to Flagstaff. The motorhome still wasn't going to be ready. So we ended up driving the Jeep back to San Diego. I, I'm here to tell you, that Jeep is not a highway Jeep. <laughs> it is no, not comfortably not. on the highway that long. No. But we got back to San Diego, and then two weeks later, um, Rush Truck Center called. It said the motorhome was ready. So I flew back up, and I got the motorhome. And a couple things that I will say that are, we just laugh at things now. We just go, oh, it's just an, a new adventure, uh-huh. you know, another part of the adventure. But when I got back there, although it wasn't their fault, Tiffin covered the entire data link cable. Right. Even though it wasn't their fault. They just took care of it. That's great. When I got back, I reached out to the Cummins of El Cajon, since I mentioned their name, and I will tell you. Right. They got behind it, and they mailed me a check 
for my flight expenses, our hotel expenses, wow. um, the coverage of our motorhome. They took care of business. And so I'm not in any way, shape, or form bad-mouthing them because you showed me somebody that forgot to put it, claims they put every zip tie in place every time, and I'll... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to call them. Mistakes on. happen. Yeah, so, they well, happen. We, we have learned you just have to rise above these little right. difficulties and right. and look for the best in things and make the best of it. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's right. It's yeah. Just an adve- life's an adventure. Yes, yeah. true. it sure is. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I wish everybody had your patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. She's better than me. Uh-huh. I have to calm them down a lot. <laughs> oh. Well, you were telling me about a story that you guys actually spent a couple of years in Alaska. We did. Actually, well, it was two seasons. Two summers. Two okay. separate. Oh, two yes, separate summers. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That must have and been a lot of fun. It was awesome. We motorhomed up there, took the ferry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. drove up to Prince Rupert. Which motorhome was that? That, that was, was the, the Discovery. Discovery. The 40 Discovery. Foot Discovery. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we... Fit in a big motorhome like that on a, on a ferry where they pack them in by the inch. They charge you by the foot. Uh-huh. Oh, what size was the Discovery? It was a 40-foot, but it had a motorcycle lift on the back, so I had to pay for 45 feet. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And yeah. that was quite uh, interesting to watch him load this. You drive it yourself onto the ferry, and they direct you. Yeah. And they squeeze those things in oh, real tight. Yeah. Oh. So he, yeah, that was quite an experience. And then our dog lived in the motorhome, and we had to go up above. No one's allowed down on under the right. deck area. But they would call out every six hours or whatever. People with pets could go down and walk their dogs. And they have to do their business down there on the deck. Oh, wow. Unless you're pulled into port, then you can get out for however much time you have and take the dog for a nice walk. Mm-hmm. Find some grass. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Interesting. But the timing of that trip... We were concerned about snow because we left in April. Mm -hmm. And going through the mountains in Canada, you don't know what you're going to expect. So we left a little bit early to give ourselves some leeway because our contract started May 1st, I think. And so the weather was beautiful. No snow, perfect driving conditions. So we got there early. And let me tell you, there's really not much to do in Prince Rupert. (laughs) Mm We walked over to the store and bought a, a big collage frame and then went over and had pictures made of the family and, and did a little family collage so we wouldn't forget our family during these travels, I yeah. guess. <laughs> That's incredible. So you loved Alaska. Oh, yeah, we did. And the first year we went up, we took the car up and we stayed in a, I guess, an extended, extended stay, stay it's a hotel because we were doing it. We were driving tour buses okay. for yeah. Holland America Cruise Lines. Oh, okay. Oh. And what a blast. I mean, it really was a lot of fun. That's when people told me I sounded like Kevin Costner on a tour bus. Yeah. Well, now, did you both drive the bus? We yes, both did. You did too. We yes. both have, oh, we both have class B licenses. Okay. Yeah. That was a real adventure. Yeah, but ask her how many times she's driven this one. One time. Oh, no kidding. It was the trip to Florida that I... No, that was the other one. You've never driven this one. You drove the Discovery (gasps) for 70 miles. Yeah. As soon as I realized we had to pull over for gas and there was traffic, I pulled over. I said, okay, I'm done. 70 miles out of 70,000. And this one, she's never, I don't, she started it for me one time because I was working on something. Oh, wow. Driving Miss Daisy right here. Yeah. There you go. Patty Patty loves driving ours. Yeah. Well, of course, this is easy. It's a small 30 foot gas, you know, but a 40 foot diesel. Well, when you're towing, it's so different. Yeah. And uh-huh. if, yeah, if we weren't towing, I wouldn't have such an issue. Ah. But I, that just makes me so, nervous. Right. I'm going to let her share with you. We have several 
Alaska stories. We won't go into those. Most of them don't have to do with RVing. But we were staying in an RV park on what they call Back Loop Road over by the Mendenhall Glacier. And we were in the forest. It was awesome. Well, somebody in this family doesn't have situational awareness, if you will. Uh It usually has to do with talking on a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh (laughs) So so she's out walking the dog one morning. I'll let her Because that's the thing. You have to, it doesn't matter if you're in the forest or not, you have to walk your dog. Uh And there's bears, there's animals out there. Well, my daughter had just flown in for a visit and we were on the phone planning out the itinerary for the week, what we're going to do. And I'm just lost in conversation, not paying attention. And I looked up and there was the biggest black bear 20 feet away. It was the blueberries were in season. And the forest is just full of blueberry bushes. I used to go out every morning, you know, pick a big bowl of blueberries for breakfast. Well, I looked up and I was so afraid my heart was racing so fast and all i could think about was okay you always tell your guests when you're taking them on a tour if you see a bear don't run just be calm so i kept telling myself to be calm as i was backing up and i i just took off i ran over behind this little building and i i had my cell phone and i just started videoing but that was that was a huge black But you have to be always on the lookout when you're in the forest like that because they're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your dog didn't bark at the bear. No, or that old woman. You oh, know, she's, she's like old. I told you yesterday. She's seventeen, so yeah. she was sixteen at the time. Yes, of course. Which, uh, you know, I took her to the vet when mm-hmm. we were in Juneau. She was fifteen at the time, and I took her to the vet because you have to get a health certificate in order to travel on the ferry with your animals. And he took care of her. He comes out and looks at me. Says, "Well, I just gave her her last rabies shot." <laughs> I said, "What?" He says, "Yeah, it's a three-year shot." I said, Chloe, cover your ears. You cannot hear him say that. I said, I'll be back when she's 17 to get that next rabies shot. Well, guess what? That would be this summer. Oh, so I said, Jim, I have got to fly back there just to get her rabies shot. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's hilarious. That really is. Wow. So now, okay, so you took the ferry up. Did you take the ferry back? We did not. You drove the motorhome back. Well, well, you you have to to ferry out of Juneau. There is no way. So we ferried it to Skagway. Gotcha. And then Uh we stayed a couple nights in Skagway. And did the white train. The white train. What's the white train? it's an old mining train that goes up from Skagway when they, and it goes up by up by the Alcan Highway and cool. goes up to the old mines and that's how they used to bring the ore down to a the lot of history. The ocean. Okay. Yeah, a lot of history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if anyone hasn't been to Alaska, I strongly suggest you go. It's oh, I know. unbelievably beautiful. But from there, I got to tell you this one. Yeah. This wasn't an RV story. We had the okay. Jeep. The Jeep was pretty much stopped. Oh, this, so this was our first trip. Our I know what you're going to tell them, yeah. And we're coming back down, and we're with these friends of ours, Levi and Savannah. They're a couple young kids. That, just, that we worked we, with Yeah, there. we love they, We just love them to death. They were in their car. We're in ours, and they're heading back. They were from Idaho at the time. And so we decided we're going to go through Skagway, take the Alcan, and head back. And I'm, like, sicker than a dog. He had the I flu. I flu, like, oh, no. no tomorrow. Oh. And so we're trying to make this run back. We were going to go into this one town, but the fires were going on. It's yeah. the year that Canada was on the fire. They closed the Cass Highway. They closed the Cass Air. Wow. So we were going to go in through Banff, and we were trying to get a hotel room. Well, everything was sold out because all the freeways, every highway was closed getting out of that area of Canada. Plus, it was Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. So we pull into this little stop and rob, and they have, it's, it says, hotel vacancies. The vacancies were what they call a sleeping room. 
okay? And it's like gigantic long trailers that I'm assuming are for truckers, probably for miners in the past or something. They're old. Mm -hmm. On this side of the street, they had a bunch of rooms, and they were like eight by eight rooms with a queen-size bed. Nothing Nothing else. else. Just a bed. No bathroom, no nightstand, nothing. Well, it had a little nightstand with a light on it. That was it. It had one little nightstand, you know, oh, big did. enough to hold yeah. the light. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was like a hundred bucks. Oh, don't forget ten and bucks that, for oh, a yeah, dog. Ten bucks for a dog. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it, it gets better. It's on a dirt road. Picture an old western that you see, and you walk out on these planks, and then you step down into the mud. Sure. And it had been snowing, and it had been kind of crazy. To go to the bathroom, you had to go out the plank, down, across the mud, step up on a plank, and they had unisex restrooms, unisex showers, mm-hmm. which had no doors. Oh, so be right next to me. Yeah, yeah. If you were in using the potty, and I had to go, I'd just walk in and use the one next to you. Wow. Um, <laughs> the showers were the exact same way. If you were in showering, and I wanted to shower, anyway, I'm dying of the flu. Two o'clock in the morning, I get this. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I have to get up. And it's cold. I mean, it had been snowing. I'm it, not going out there with the bears yeah. by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or another man that might have to go potty. <laughs> so I end up having to walk over and guard the door while she goes in and use the restroom oh. more. And then we sludge back across the mud, get back in. But the next morning uh, before we left, of course, I have to walk the dog. Yeah. And we're, it's daylight. So I'm walking her along and I'm feeling rather safe. <laughs> I think we're doing just fine. And I look at this tree. There's this huge claw mark from this bear. Oh, huge. I looked at that. I looked at Chloe, swept her up, ran back to the car. I said, I don't care if you go to the bathroom in that Jeep. We're we're done with this walk. Oh, gosh. But I was talking to the the guy who ran the little place. And he said, oh, yeah, that's my pet grizzly. Oh, my. It comes by all the time. We did see a grizzly on that trip as we we were driving along. He says, whoa, what's that? And he looks over. Biggest thing I've ever seen the on the planet. thing was huge. Oh, my oh, gosh. He, he stops the car. He says, oh, I'm going to go see what he's eating. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. He's going to get out of the car. No, you're oh. not. That thing, I mean, its it head huge. its head had to be three and a half feet oh. around. Oh, that's the first just, time we've seen first time I've seen a grizzly in the wild. Oh, wow. They don't have nice. those in Juneau. They only have the black bears in Juneau. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That wow. is amazing. Yeah. That thing was but we saw elk and just so much wildlife. That yeah, was some, such a some moose. Trip. Yeah. Weren't sure it was a moose because it had lost its rack. I didn't know moose lose their rack every year. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I look, oh, man, it looks like a moose, but it's missing its rack. And then I got to to Prince Rupert, and I looked yeah. it up, and they lose their racks and That's start right. over. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. We do all kinds of That's work. funny, though. So what are your plans now? What do you see you guys doing in the future here? Well, that's a good question. We talk about renting our house mm-hmm. and just jumping in the motorhome and traveling for at least a year right uh there are some areas that we haven't seen yet the uh eastern seaboard North, northeast mm-hmm. northeast yeah. mm-hmm. we would love to do that trip yeah. and having family in michigan we mm-hmm. have a wedding this summer mm-hmm. we thought well we could go back and uh, the wedding's june 4th and and then take off from there well then a wrench got thrown in because we're going to do the rubicon trail with the jeep club with the jeep club mm-hmm. mid-june oh so i and that's an overland trip. So we'll go from the luxuries of the dishwasher, the fireplace, the heated floors, all this wonderful, all the uh, amenities you could wish for, to a tent. 
Oh, <laughs> oh no. How many and nights a, will you stay in a tent? Only two. Okay. Only two, right? Yes, I believe. Three days, two nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's but a lot. that will, will base out of Lake Tahoe. It will uh-huh. stay the Thousand Trails there in, mm-hmm. in Tahoe, which mm-hmm. is in the beautiful. tent. <laughs> no, we'll take the motorhome. We'll take up the motorhome to Lake oh, Tahoe. But then yes. go from there in yeah. the tent for two nights. So, oh. so that, the point of that whole thing is it's sort of disrupting what our future plans may be because once you're in Michigan, why not continue on? over right although we wouldn't see the fall colors in june but we mm-hmm. could just take our time maybe stay somewhere for a month or two and just right. you know do a state at a time right that's the same with us we have a wedding in on june 3rd in ohio okay oh. so we'll be up that way well right. we should just trail that whole western side of michigan is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous yeah it is we you haven't been there we've been mm. to traverse city and sleeping in bear car. Dinners. yeah oh, okay. in our car before we got the rv right. we, we used to go to michigan a lot <laughs> well we <laughs> stayed at the campground right across the street from mackinac island oh. uh, several years ago okay and that's a beautiful campground with the view of the lake there and we got up the next day and went over to Mackinac which we no we didn't play on Mackinac Island no we played but while we were there we stayed there a while Uh yeah and so from there we crossed the bridge Mm -hmm. which is another story oh yeah oh yeah that it was under construction there was only one lane open and the side compartment door flew open oh no (laughs) nothing he could do he couldn't stop couldn't do anything so I'm watching my door Oh, oh they're plastic no. cones. Oh, they have not uh, plastic cones over. Oh my gosh. But you know, every time something like that happens, like losing the wheel in the back of the Jeep, mm-hmm. I went through now before I go on any trip, every wheel on all my vehicle gets retorqued. Okay, now and wait a minute. Every lock is locked. Okay, now wait a minute. I, you got to talk about losing the wheel on the back of your Jeep. We need to. Oh, okay. okay so. All right. Yeah, so what happened there? I guess, well, that goes back to the first big trip in the motorhome. We, mm-hmm. we hit snow in Colorado, snow in New Mexico, and tornado in... in Oklahoma. Wow. Um, floods. Floods. All we'll have to get into oh, that, but tell her the story okay, about that. And this was in the Discovery, yeah, right? Yeah, this was We're not traveling with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have a black cloud following us all the time. I thought it was me. <laughs> this trip's actually funny. We went to Pagosa Springs, stayed at my buddy's ranch there you know for a couple days and then we left there we're going down to and New it was Mexico. a snowstorm and there was left. a snowstorm you know yeah of course bad weather follows us <laughs> and so we're driving down and we want to go all we want to do is go to santa fe new mexico i'd never been she'd i had been, been and once. i wanted to take him to this yeah. really nice, nice restaurant, restaurant. And we're like okay yeah. so we'll go there so we're motoring down and these people are pulling up next to us and they're waving look how nice and they, they are at, here. and she's like look how nice everybody's i go man look at how nice everybody we're not in california anymore people are waving to us yeah and so finally one person goes waving <laughs> and crazy and pointing to my jeep it was an older jeep it was a 98 jeep and they're pointing to the back of it and i'm like so i pull over to the side of the road and on the driver's side of the jeep four out of five lug nuts had sheared off the wheel and the wheel was physically rolling inside the drum or outside the drum and it never came off so i spent some time on the side of the road and i took the other wheel off popped some lug nuts out of that one obviously the wheel was completely shot so i took the spare and put it on it so i had basically three lug nuts on each wheel oh my god and we limped it off the road and we found a really nice old guy you know we called around and they said, hey, this guy could probably do it. It was a Sunday. And so we backed it into the guy's driveway, and he fixed it for us. Gosh. 
So we got back on the road, got down to Santa Fe. We're like, let's go get some dinner. Yeah. And it was The snowing. restaurant was closed. Yeah. Oh, it was so oh, snowing. Snow. I, I said, forget it. And this is May, mid-May. Oh, my. I said, forget it. Let's just go back to the motorhome and grill a burger. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there so you go. So that's what we did. Yeah. But so that, that trip was the trip of every well, kind we, of weather you can imagine. From there, wow. we were headed to Dandridge, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, in Oklahoma, we... We pulled, we pulled into a rest, a rest area. area. We were just going to sleep in a rest area. And I said, honey, you know, we we're hunkered down in the bed. And I said, there's a tornado. You know, being from Michigan and you being from Ohio, you know what tornado sounds like. Oh, yeah. Being uh-huh. from San Diego. He's a San Diego boy. He has <laughs> right. no idea. Right. And I'm laying there. I said, I would always get so upset in Michigan. I didn't have a basement, so tornadoes really scared me. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a tornado, Jim. He says, oh, go to sleep. It's just high winds. I said, no, there's a tornado. <laughs> and our motorhome was rocking. Oh. And So we just stayed in bed. The next morning, we got up, and it was all over the news. A tornado had come through. The whole freeway on each side was full of cars, big trucks. Our we had to wait area, for the trucks to clear out before yeah, we could get out of the rest area. Our rest area was completely full. Wow. And so, you know, we continued on with our trip. We stood I'd like to near, point out I slept like a baby. He did. <laughs> wake up once. He did. I, I don't think I had a fingernail left. I, and I'm not a nail biter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so we... Continued the trip, and we stopped in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. We were meeting some friends that were from Ohio. Mm-hmm. They were on their way to California, so crossing paths, we right. said, well, let's hook up. So we were in Little Rock, Arkansas, and we were watching the Weather Channel. And he says, well, you know, the Clinton Library was right across the street, and there's this big bridge, and and that's what we're seeing on TV. He says, wait a minute, that's us. The storm chasers were mm-hmm. there. Tornadoes were just everywhere that year. And they we were talking chasing. about the Mississippi was going to go over the banks. Oh, my God. And we're God. in this thing. And we look up, and lo and behold, I look out the window, I go, hey, they're right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> the weather channel The weather guys. And so we were supposed to go from there to Tennessee, but the flooding was so bad. That's the year Opperland flooded. Oh, okay. remember that? I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. The yeah. flooding was so bad, we could not get into the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we found this little campground Huckleberry or Tom Sawyer campground in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and we cute little campground. It was real cute. Everything was on stilts. Now, I, I said, "How come all the power, po- all the electricals way up there?" He says, "Well, because we flood a lot." And he says, "I'll tell you what. This was Monday, Sunday or Monday." He says, "I can let you stay here for a night or two, but we're evacuating this camp because the river's rising, and us being the dry San Diego." They said by no Wednesday water. it was going to be underwater. Yeah, wow. we said, "Oh, we'll take it because there was nowhere to go." Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So. We're sitting there with our friends, uh-huh. having our little happy hour, our hors d'oeuvres, the wine, watching all the debris floating down the Mississippi River oh. from the tornadoes, oh. tires, furniture, trees, huge trees, and we're not concerned, uh-huh. and the water's rising, oh. and so... <laughs> Wednesday morning, they'd picked up every picnic table, and the water was like right at the top of the rocks within a couple feet. They'd picked up everything. They said, yeah, you folks are going to have to go. They would come through and they were taking all the power meters off everything because they were all going to be underwater. So we packed up. We packed up and we did head for Tennessee and we did get into this campground. They had just finished bulldozing the mud. It had flooded and they had just put up the new fence. And it was the weirdest thing driving into Tennessee. I kept looking down on both sides. You could see the floodwaters. On the freeway. We're on the we're freeway. We're on the freeway. Mm-hmm. It was, we're on a bridge. I was looking down. I saw all these steel pipes. And I thought, God, that's weird. What is that? And then it dawned on me. The water was down a little bit on one side. 
They were all semi trucks underwater. They were there were stacks. Oh, oh my, God. my God! It was crazy. Yeah. So you guys lucked out that we you did. didn't get flooded. We no. got very lucky. Oh, and it was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> oh. And we went to this little restaurant in Tennessee, and little I, Mexican restaurant. I heard it, <laughs> honey. We aren't in San Diego anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> the food there is not quite the same. No, no, they it's not. They used a can of mushroom soup on my enchiladas. No, <laughs> I said, "What is this?" I ate it because I, I was hungry. But right. It was uh, not our usual Cinco de Mayo celebration. No. Oh, the margarita wasn't bad. Well, honey. sometimes that's the best part of it, you know. Yeah. Have a good margarita. Right. Oh my god. So we we were staying at my dad's. He's he had five acres and he says, Oh, you can stay at my house. For a day. Yeah. We got there. People with property think you can park these rigs on them. Right. They don't realize you need level. Mm. You need and not flat. soft. Yeah. Yes. And not soft. We were on a slope that was soft. We could not level that motorhome. We slept that night so upside down backwards. <laughs> and we got up the next day. Dad, I'm sorry, we have to leave. <laughs> we found a campground nearby, but it was on a lake. Uh-huh. And the mosquitoes there, and you know mosquitoes. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. California does not have that many mosquitoes. We right. have a few, but not many. Yeah, not too many. We suffered through that. And uh, my dad's neighbor, you know, my dad was a little hillbilly, you know, (laughs) and the neighbors called and, hey, Stanley, what's that in your front yard? (laughs) He said, well, that's my daughter. She's from California and she brought her house with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Well, I got to thank you guys. You guys are absolutely awesome. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) we want you to travel safe and, you know, maybe we'll connect with you sometime and that would be great that would be terrific thank you for having us Mm -hmm. but i thought i was the only one that had the bad weather i mean we went to arizona and it snowed and i thought i brought it from ohio (laughs) oh no yeah pretty crazy that that trip was so crazy coming back we got to arizona crossed over like a dry riverbed that was rocks and everything i looked at her i go now that's my kind of river. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my. Oh, gosh. but we stopped because of the forest fires too. We even oh, had yeah, fires. Oh yeah, we had forest fires. We couldn't go. And from. yeah, and we, yeah. So we yeah. had everything. Yeah. Floods, but, rain, tornadoes. Yeah, but it's snow. all just an adventure. That's that was, right. That life, was the it's best. just an adventure. Yes. Life is an adventure. Yes. Well, that's Jim and Barbara, and that. It's their story. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. That's right. Shortly after we recorded this podcast, Barbara and Jim started to pack up and continue their adventures. But before they left, Barbara mentioned to us that she was a stage four cancer survivor. We are so glad she survived. And it's a reminder, make every day count. We'll be back next week with more. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.